Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. And that's for Milton Burley. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself, where a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia, and on today's show, we'll be discussing the gift of career building. And I'm Katie Chu. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.com. Be the star you are.org to make a tax deductible donation and get more information about how you can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be the star you are has launched Operation Hurricane Harvey Disaster Relief. We need your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Please donate today at be the star you are.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. Further ado, in this First segment, we'll be joined by Express Yourself reporter Jack Palakos bringing another installment of his segment, Trends Without Ends. Hello, audience. My name is Jack Palakos, uh, and I'm really excited to be talking about career building on Be The Star You Are. In my portion, Trends Without Ends, we're going to be discussing what trends are going on in careers today. There are many ways to explore career experiences, starting as early as high school. I'm going to talk about how innovations in technology have enabled people to experience working for themselves. One of the more recent trends that's going on in work right now is called the gig economy. People can take advantage of technology to basically find ways to become their own boss. For example, uh, the creation of uh, companies such as Uber and Lyft, uh, the only requirement those are uh, is that people just need to have a vehicle uh, made before 2004. Uh, fewer than three traffic violations in the last three years, car insurance and license, and they have to be licensed in this state. So basically you just have to uh, like have a good driving record and own a car. Um, and yeah, so for somebody who already owns a vehicle, uh, this is like a really good way to utilize uh, your vehicle as not only just a way for you to, I guess, use it as transportation, but you can also use it to make money as a side gig. Um, and there's, yeah, so that's really, uh, that's pretty innovative in the world of trends. Um, but in terms of teens, uh, there's actually an app called TaskRabbit, uh, or this is a site. And this site, it helps connect people that are looking for work uh, with people 
that uh, people that they can hire and it encompasses all kinds of jobs. This is actually a great way for people to earn money, but also explore different careers at the same time. Through these temporary positions, it doesn't only just provide the experience of working, but it also expands the career network. It can be uh, basically a way to break into an area that somebody has an interest in, but they don't have the time to commit to full time, but they still want to try it out. Uh, trying new career options and being able to carve out a path is actually extremely rewarding and it encourages people to take risks at trying new things. It's act, it's a pretty exciting and unique path for each individual. Um, so uh, yeah, that's pretty much the trends that are going on in career building. Wow, yeah, that's pretty awesome that um, a lot of new jobs and new career options are coming to light uh, with the new kind of tech age that we're experiencing right now. And, you know, I love trying to find different opportunities uh, on, you know, TaskRabbit. And then they have things like internships.com and Indeed and all these different sites and different apps that are allowing people to really find themselves or find their career paths. And so, Jack, you know, you've uh, talked a lot about TaskRabbit and how it's really setting this new trend or uh, a huge part of it. Uh, I'd just like to know, you know, what kind of jobs are on TaskRabbit? Uh, well, the jobs on TaskRabbit uh, can be anything from helping uh, helping people move, assembling furniture, cleaning, um, or maybe even being somebody's, I guess, personal assistant. Um, and some of the rates for those types of jobs in San Francisco range from 25 to $45 an hour. So it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad pay. Um, yeah. it's, it's not bad pay for like, if you're doing it as a teenager. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it's actually, even with all these opportunities, sometimes it's hard to get a job out there for a lot of people. So something like TaskRabbit is still super useful, you know, whether not if like whether you're a teen in one area or another. You know, something you mentioned that kind of caught me and reminded me of something was that with the technology today, there are a lot of ways that people I mean, people can, as you said, become their own boss, right? And I remember a couple days ago, actually, a high school alumni came back to, you know, one of the classes that I was in. He was talking about how he started his own business and all he had to do was sit down, have a couple teammates with him and they just started, you know, coding a program. And that's just how they started. And I thought um, you really you mentioned um, how you mentioned that what fit pretty well with that, how you can just really go into career building, into making um, your own business and being able to follow that with today's technology. Can you tell us more about the trends in this type of career building and technology? I can. Uh, so I, one of the top trends that are going on in technology for career building uh, is that many employers, actually 41% of employers, have basically said that they want they would rather communicate with their candidates over text. Um, and not only that, but the employers also want their employees to be fluent on social media. So they basically want the people they employ to know how to use Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, and all, any social media site. They want them to know how to operate it without being slow on it and being confused and not communicating well on it. Uh, and 62% of employers basically said that 
uh, they become a lot more interested in their employees if they're extremely like fluent on social media and it makes them more employable and more likely to get hired. So learning how to become fluent on social media is actually becoming increasingly helpful when trying to get a job. Definitely. And yeah, I guess there's this whole domino effect kind of where you have a lot of consumers of products uh, going on social media and using it as their main way to communicate. And then employers, uh, the corporations and businesses have to cater to that. And so they want uh, employees who are more proficient with social media. And so um, that's definitely an interesting trend to uh, see and to see the effects of that is also very, very interesting. Um, and I'm glad that you were able to share that information with us that a lot of companies are hiring more people who are proficient with social media. And so, Jack, uh, I just wanted to know, are there any downfalls to career building with social media? Uh, well, yes, obviously, uh, just a reminder that pretty everything that goes out on the Internet stays out there and it's always going to be out there in some form. So it's important to be mindful of what uh, is posted and texted when try- when uh, going on social media because that can come back and haunt you when trying to get uh, jobs and building a career. But um, And uh, another thing that can be bad with social media is that if you're trying to talk to somebody about, for example, making a deal, uh, it can be a lot harder to basically convince somebody for a better deal or know that you're getting really like the best quality because people can send you pictures of something that you're going to buy and make it look a lot better than it really is. And then you would want to buy it. But in reality, it's not as good as your expectations were. So that can always happen, which is a downfall. Yeah, I I mean, there are definitely, you know, some disadvantages having um, technology be such a huge part of careers and of business and the economy. But then again, you know, there are all those benefits that you mentioned and those are, you know, so much greater that businesses are able to immediately contact their um, consumers, their um, clients, and even with with um, officers or employers themselves, you can contact them directly for example you know an employer can contact an employer employee just like that on social media or over text and it it does make a lot of things simpler especially in career building but alongside these you know there's lots of trends we've talked about we've talked about how um, technology has made it easier to communicate how you can um, create businesses more easily we've talked about how there are more jobs available to people because of websites like TaskRabbit. Are there any other career trends that you know of? Uh, yeah, there's this actually ice category of uh, skills within uh, technology trends for career building uh, called soft skills. And those aren't completely like crucial and vital when getting uh, like building a career, but uh, soft skills are basically the ability to communicate well, uh, be upbeat and positive, uh, and like be team orient, uh, oriented rather than being selfish, uh, and being dependent, dependable. So meaning that you're not just uh, like really erratic and unpredictable. So it's basically just being able to communicate well and be helpful a lot. 
uh, and that can be pretty important uh, even on social media because people are more inclined to, uh, I guess, like buy your product if you sell it in like a happier voice, making it seem a lot like brighter and positive rather than more of like something negative. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, especially with the kind of the the really interconnected um, trend. Yeah, it's another trend where everybody's being interconnected. And so, if you have someone who just has the raw skill and not the ability to communicate, um, it is a lot harder to sell your product. And so, I guess employers are really definitely jumping on this communication train and trying to find employees who are more more people people. <laughs> Does that even make sense? Um, you know, you got to be a people person and nowadays to be able to succeed. Um, you know, that's actually kind of interesting too because there's a lot more interconnectedness going on. We're seeing a lot of different companies pop up that sell the same thing. And so if you're selling one thing and the company next door is also selling the same thing, but their employees are friendlier, people are going to go over there for the same product and a better experience. So I think we're seeing some of that as well. And well, thank you so much, Jack, for this wonderful conversation. Uh, You have so much knowledge. It's brilliant to be able to uh, look at the trends with you and follow along your segment and see what's going on in the world today. Unfortunately, that is all the time that we have. Audience, please support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Katie Chu. Head on over to our website at www.bethestarur.org. Don't go anywhere as we continue our discussion on career building. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. I'm Katie Chu, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. For this show, we are discussing the gift of career building. And I'm Brigitte Gia. On the show with us today is a very special guest, one who is really familiar with Be The Star You Are. We have long-time volunteer and new author, Danielle Wong. 
An emerging author living in the San Francisco Bay Area, Danielle is a writer by day and reader by night. In addition to her love of writing, she is a passionate traveler and photographer who has already explored more than 25 different countries. She recently launched her debut novel, Swearing Off Stars, a captivating story about lost love surrounded by desire, adventure, and ultimately devotion. We are lucky enough to have her with us on air today. With that, let's welcome her onto the show. Hi, Danielle. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Very excited to have you on today. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to jump right in. Um, I just wanted to ask specifically about Swearing Off the Stars. And, you know, uh, the book has this sort of, you know, tie-in with the LGBTQIA plus movement and gender equality. And, you know, what, what made you want to write about these subjects? That's a really good question. So I've always been really drawn to two social and political topics in particular, and those are LGBTQ rights and gender equality issues. And so I think that my knowledge of those topics and being exposed to different issues in college and just my general passion for them really fueled my interest to write this book. That's that's really cool how you were able to you know draw from your knowledge and your personal interest in it to write this book this you know novel that's that's really passionate really you know kind of moving story between two um two people and their lost love so in in your own words for you what is what is swearing off stars really about for our audience so swearing off stars is definitely a star-crossed romance it's about two people who meet at a very tumultuous time in their lives and they happen to be two women and unfortunately because of people's opinions about their love they can't really be together in the way that they want to so it's just kind of a book about finding yourself and learning how to live with the fact that you're not really accepted by the rest of the world definitely and you know that theme specifically is still it's extremely prevalent right now with everything that's going on and the awful awful you know transgender ban um that our president uh you know lamented and so i i would say that you know, your book being out right now um, is definitely really good for what's happening today and the political climate, um, the climate of this country. And it's really good that your book has just come out and is out there promoting equality. And so um, I just wanted to know, you know, how did you choose the title of Swearing Off Stars? Um, I, I was having a talk with Be The Star You Are, uh, founder and producer of Express Yourself, Cynthia Bryan. And Be The Star You Are has this message of stars, as of course you know, as a longtime volunteer. And we were talking about how neat it was that you had stars in the title and so I just wanted to know does it have a meaning yeah that's a really good question as well it definitely has a meaning and I love that it ties into be the star you are since I have <laughs> such great memories of being there and working with Cynthia um so in my story I think that stars generally generally represent Leah and Scarlett who are the two main characters being together and so stars are kind of you know, obviously they see stars at night and they gaze up at them together and talk about the possibility of the two of them living together someday. And um, swearing off stars obviously means them oh. just kind of realizing that 
world isn't going to accept what they want and that they probably aren't going to be able to be together in the end. So I think that's why I ended up choosing that title. I love how you just described um, stars, you know, as kind of what they dream of, you know, what they want to work toward. And that's kind of, that's really a big part of, you know, our theme today of career building, of going toward that, you know, long time dream and trying to build toward it over and over again. So for people out there, for teens who want to become an author, what kind of advice would you give them as an emerging author? who currently released her first debut novel. (laughs) I think that my number one piece of advice would just be to really be persistent um, with yourself. And I think that carving out a chunk of time every single day to work on your writing, whether it's making story notes for a manuscript that you're currently working on or developing characters for a future story is really the best way to improve yourself and your writing. I know that um, personally speaking, I was working a job and didn't really make time to write before I started swearing off stars. And so um, just really making an effort to carve out that chunk of time every single day or even every single week is what made the difference for me. Wow, that's that's great advice. Yeah, I um I I'm currently a high school senior, so working on those those <laughs> college application essays, and I, know. You know, I need to I need to take that advice. I I keep putting it off, and so you know um going along the same vein, uh you know what would you say is your writing process? Because you you just mentioned you know uh, writing every day and carving out this time. Do you also maybe play music during that time, or do you find a certain space or location that you write, you know, well in? What is your process? (laughs) So I actually don't have one specific writing process that I use every single time, but some things that I keep consistent are having a physical notebook. I really prefer writing on paper when I'm developing my ideas rather than working on my laptop. And it's not as convenient, but I really find that that tangibility factor helps me a lot when I'm trying to create different ideas and develop characters. So that's something that I always keep consistent. Um, I usually have some tea while I'm working just because I don't drink (laughs) coffee. So that kind of gives me my little caffeine boost. And sometimes I play music um, if I'm in a certain mood and other times I just like it quiet. That's that's actually so sweet and cute, you know, to be able to sit down with a cup of tea and really start working <laughs> for, you know, with Bridget and I, we're both seniors and we're working on essays and I realized how spontaneous ideas can be for writing. Like, I'll be eating my dinner and I'll be like, oh, there's my idea. Bye, mom. Bye, dad. I need to go write my essay now. <laughs> and, you know, since they're... Like you mentioned, you have to be able to find the time to really write and everything. So how long did it take you to write your new book? So I think from start to finish in terms of my manuscript, it took about a year and a half of really going back and forth about different ideas and putting them to paper. But um, I think that editing also took about half a year. So the whole thing was probably around two years before I was ready to start submitting that story and querying agents and looking for publishers. So it was a pretty long time, but it was worth it. 
<laughs> is the end product is out you know it's just it's oh man i i took a look at the cover actually and uh, especially and the cover itself want like draws you in and then the book is brilliant and you know focusing real quick back onto some of the characters in the book uh when scarlet is first introduced she's uh from you know leah's point of view uh she's this fabulous character you know she's gorgeous and she just you know enters the scene kind of uh on leah's first day and i just wanted to know is, is there any did you pull any inspiration from any real life characters to write this flamboyant and this marvelous character um that's a that's a really interesting question i haven't really thought about that it might have happened subconsciously but i think that since scarlet her dream was to become an actress and she wanted to be this celebrity and really well known by everyone i think that i probably drew from celebrities in our current world um just because (laughs) leah is not like that at all she really likes to be behind the scenes and isn't as comfortable with herself and so yeah i think scarlet just definitely has like you said more of a flamboyant personality with you know the um how you're kind of pulling you've kind of pulled in what we have going on on around us and you know the current issues into your book and be able to write about it from for you personally um you know you've traveled around the world mostly because you were you were lucky enough to follow your dad on his trips and you've traveled to so many different countries and that's that must have created you know a huge kind of new perspective on the world for you do you think you could tell us a little more you know on your experiences of the world and maybe on your dad Yeah, definitely. So I was very fortunate growing up and I wouldn't have been able to travel otherwise. But like you said, I was able to tag along on my dad's business trips. And so while he was presenting and working and in meetings, I would get to go out and really just explore these places I had never (laughs) been to before. And so um, I think that traveling really did inspire me in the sense of seeing different ways of life and different ways of thinking that I had never really been exposed to before. Um, Seeing people living with a lot less and people who seem to be happier than we are here. It was just a really interesting experience. And I think it definitely changed my outlook and also made me want to write because it's just such a neat method of communicating. And I love that writing can be translated into different languages and read by people in different countries. And so I think traveling is a huge part of my writing. I love that. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you went to all these different places while your dad was working <laughs> and uh, you know, you gained all these experiences and then I guess you're kind of giving back with your writing and uh, hopefully we'll have swearing off stars in different languages. So we'll be able to send those out to all the different places that you've traveled and they'll get to read the story that you've created. And so, you know, focusing specifically on settings and um, especially for the book, uh, you know, the 1920s is so far from us today and specifically Oxford where the story begins and is, you know, that area where it's set. Uh, there's a lot of period specific stuff that, um, goes into the structure of that. Did you have any trouble, you know, constructing sentences in a period specific way or setting the scene? 
Yeah, that was actually a huge challenge for me because the 1920s are so far removed and there's only so much you can read about in a textbook. And so I think that after I had finalized my manuscript, um, I really actually did additional research. It involved a ton of Googling, a ton of trips to the library, but it was definitely something I needed to do in order to try to make the story sound as um, accurately as it could. Definitely. Um, and, you know, this, I, I think it worked. I think your story really does have a, a very, I don't say rustic, but like a very, a very time feel. <laughs> it's set in the right place. And I think you managed to strike the right note, um, especially with the reader and setting the scene. Well, thank you so much, Danny, for this amazing conversation. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment, but audience, we will be back with Danielle Wong in the next segment. Um, please do head on over to daniellemwong.com to learn more about Danielle and her new book, Swearing Off Stars. Visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, blogs, and more. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Katie Chu. Also, please visit our charity site at bethestarur.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash bethestarur. Stay right here as we continue our fascinating discussion on career building. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte Gia, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. For this edition of Express Yourself, we are continuing our fascinating conversation regarding our theme, the gift of career building. And I'm Katie Chu. We're back in this segment with star guest Danielle Wong, a dedicated Be The Star You Are volunteer during her high school years and now an emerging author. Her many travels to different countries all around her world while following along her father's business trips at a young age shaped her really unique perspective on life. Her writing has been published on many websites, including the Huffington Post, USA Today, and more. A volunteer leader with Be The Star You Are during her youth, she also has a short story published in the book Be The Star You Are for Teens, which we'll come back to in the next segment. 
Her debut novel, Swearing Off Stars, revolves around a female character, Amelia Cole, Leah for short, one of the first women studying abroad at Oxford University in the 1920s. Welcoming the new sense of independence that follows, she falls for Scarlett Daniels, an aspiring actress and hard-headed protester. Scarlett introduces her to an exciting gender equality movement. However, the high stakes eventually lead to a downfall in their relationship. Many years later, Leah is thrown back into this turbulent romance when a mysterious letter surfaces. And as Leah searches for Scarlett, willing to stop at nothing to win her back, the story becomes really one of adventure and devotion, a question of whether lost love can be uncovered. With that, let's welcome Danielle back into the show. Hi, Danielle. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> thanks for being here. We are really excited to you know, continue this conversation on you know, your new novel, Swearing Off Stars, and really the things that you talk about here. So with the ideas that you bring up in your, in your new novel with kind of the gender equality and the many topics that you can't really find in a lot of other such passionate and moving um, novels, do you find any correlation with the mores of the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and with today? Yeah, so uh, like we had talked about before, I think there's so much going on in our world and specifically our country right now that is unjust. And I think that my novel is really timely with what's going on, um, but I wish it wasn't. I wish that things were different right now. But I think that although we've come so far um, in the sense of LGBTQ rights and gender equality issues, I think that there's still a lot that we need to improve and fix going forward. Definitely. And, you know, focusing on this real quick, um, I was, was talking with my friend earlier about the transition that's gone from the 1920s, 30s, 40s to today about how we're seeing a lot less outward racism and sexism and prejudice against the LGBTQIA plus community, which is really, really good, but about how there's so many microaggressions and policy being worked against these minority groups. And so I just wanted to know uh, about your personal opinion. You know, do you think that these microaggressions will ever be able to be overcome? Do you think we'll ever be able to get to a point of equality for minorities and for women? I would really like to say, yes, we definitely will. No questions asked. But I think that what history has shown us is that when we make these great improvements, there tend to be microaggressions, like you said. And so I really hope so. I think there's so much good in the world, and I think there are enough people who are pulling for minority groups, but I think it's going to take a lot more time until we really feel like every person is equal. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, there are so many people out there who agree with you, you know, kind of wish that, you know, just like that, we could have all the, you know, discrimination kind of go away, but you know, the world has a lot of different views and there is that kind of conflict that will still exist. But hopefully, you know, with novels like your own, you know, that kind of show a different side to it, we can kind of get over it. So, you know, you've written about 
this amazing, you know, maybe even some people might say taboo topics in your novel. And you are currently, I heard, working on a new novel. And I was wondering, what type of story are you working on now past this kind of, uh, after writing this amazing <laughs> novel about, you know, uh, sexual or two lesbian lovers? So I'm actually dabbling in a different genre right now, or mix of genres. I felt like I kind of needed a break, and so I'm trying to write a young adult novel. I'm partway through the manuscript, but it's a little less heavy. I would say it's kind of a thriller meets romance type of story. So we'll see see where that goes. (laughs) Sounds exciting. Oh my gosh. Can't wait for that one. I'm sure it'll be absolutely wonderful. Uh, Real page turner. (laughs) Sounds like a great genre. Um, And so speaking of writing though, um, you know, you were a longtime volunteer for Be The Star You Are uh, that sponsors and hosts really this, this show. And you wrote a chapter for Be The Star You Are for teens uh, called The Gift of Faith. Um, You know, uh, do you like to tell us maybe a little more about your experience with the illness of your father that you wrote about in this chapter? Yeah, so things have kind of come full circle, unfortunately, with my father, because I did write a story when I was in high school called The Gift of Faith, and it was about how writing helped me heal after my father suffered a really massive stroke that left him partially paralyzed and left him without his ability to communicate. And so writing was this medium that kind of healed me and that I was able to put my stress and anger and sadness into Um, And that really helped. And about a year, uh, actually just over a year ago, my father actually passed away. And so it's really odd that um, my book came out shortly after. But again, writing kind of helped me get through a really tough period of my life. I'm so sorry for your loss. That's uh, that is really devastating. That must be, you know, losing a parent um, and, you know, especially dealing with that as well. I'm really sorry. Thank um, you. It, it is, um, it's good that you were able to pull a lot of, um, you know, strength from writing. And I'm glad that you had that um, with you, that tool of getting your emotions out uh, throughout the whole, you know, experience, the whole ordeal. Um, yeah, I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, I love how you, um, you've, I mean, I, I am very sorry for your loss as well, but you were able to, you know, probably maybe become, you know, a, this much of a greater writer with all the, you know, great memories you had with your dad on his trips and, you know, all the things you were able to learn from those experiences and, you know, I've actually had, I mean, it's not comparable to the loss of a parent, but when I went through a slump as a competitive archer, I kind of had a hard time. But these days I'm, you know, pushing it into my college essays, you know, and I'm actually, you know, it's been, it's been really helpful. And I was surprised how um, healing writing can be. And, you know, with as we're kind of on the topic of being able to, you know, write and what kind of inspires you to write and the experiences you pull from, did you have any favorite authors growing up that really inspired you to write these types of novels and, you know, really get into writing? 
Yeah. So that is a difficult question to answer because I have so many authors that I love for very different things. Um, I think currently I would say that my favorite authors are Zadie Smith, Emily St. John Mandel, and probably John Green for young adult novels. I love Dalton And no coincidence that that had stars in the title too. Um, But yeah, I really love his work and the works of the other authors I mentioned, just because I think that when you're kind of in a rut with your own writing, it really helps to take a break and to actually consume some media in the form of another book instead of forcing yourself to keep writing. Just, yeah, pushing, pushing out too much uh, work, I guess, kind of dulls your brain as well. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, on the topic of reading more and uh, experiencing different media, especially when you're in a slump, um, I'd just like to maybe center it around the book a little and ask you, you know, how much research was involved in writing Swearing Off uh, Stars and really setting the scene there? It definitely involved a lot more research than I expected when I first started writing the story. Um, I actually wrote a first draft of it very early on and then I was left with this framework that felt very empty because it didn't have specific details um, to really ground it in its place and so I went back through and it took a long time but I really just did a lot of research at my library and read different books about that time period and it does jump ahead to the 40s and 50s later on so I had to kind of do simultaneous research but it was a really educational experience I will say that (laughs) (laughs) I mean you just mentioned how you had to you know go back into the 40s 30s 20s and really try to get enough information to be able to write this kind of uh you know thorough novel to really portray it accurately why I have a question why did you start you know exactly in the 1920s England I've always been fascinated with the 1920s and it was probably something that I don't know developed when I had read The Great Gatsby in high school just yes. because I loved that. <laughs> um but I really didn't know much about it and so it was kind of sad because I wanted to write this story but I realized that it was just this fascination with that time period, not really having a lot of knowledge or a huge grasp on it. So I think maybe part of me wanted to learn more about it and thought it would be really neat to set it in the past since it is kind of echoing some of what's going on right now. Oh yeah. With every, all the current events and, (laughs) you know, all of these different policies and, you know, it is, it is really cool that you were able to harness your interest and then push it towards doing more research for your book. Um, Yeah. I know I, I did have a period as well. You know, I was, I was really into, 1940s and the whole you know World War II culture that kind of developed out of the war and especially going into the boomers the baby boomers era and I was really into that but then I realized that maybe my knowledge was only surface level and I'd barely <laughs> begun to scratch the um, the depth of what really went on during that era and, you know yeah. um, so <laughs> you must have done a lot of research you know uh, as you mentioned last segment uh, a lot of googling <laughs> that goes on there <laughs> thank goodness for the internet there's so much information at our fingertips and so I, know, yeah, I, I can't imagine having written this book in in a different time period like if I had been living 
before the internet was around because that would have been nearly impossible. So I'm very thankful that I have Google. Yeah, you know, just jump back into those encyclopedias without the internet. (laughs) And so real quick, just uh, jumping um, quickly onto maybe a sort of concluding message uh, that may, we can grant our audience um, because we have you, such an amazing guest, on. Um, what did you end up taking from writing this book? And, you know, did you feel like it added to your character or did the process um, make you the person that you are today? Well, writing the book was definitely a huge learning experience for me, not just the knowledge that I gained about the different time periods, but about myself. And it really felt reassuring to actually finish something and get to the end of this manuscript that I had been working on for so long. But I think that if I had to leave readers with a message, it's that love is love and that we are all equal and there's enough hate in the world. So we need to love each other and support each other and lift each other up when we can. That's absolutely fabulous. That's a perfect note to end on, especially with what's going on in today's world. Thank you so much for reminding everybody that quality is important and that love is universal. Well, thank you so much, Danielle, for this wonderful conversation. It was brilliant to be able to gain so much insight about your book and your beliefs. Um, And I feel like the publication of Swearing Off Stars is very important in Today's world, especially, and with all these current events going on. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Uh, Audience, during the break, be sure to check out our 501c3 literacy and positive media charity at bethestarur.org. And there's more information under events at our website at btsya.org. Remember, guys, BTSYA has also set up donations for hurricane disaster relief at btsya.org, so please visit and donate to those in need. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Katie Chu. Make sure to go to daniellemwong.com and learn more about her new book. Visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. When we come back, we will be continuing our inspiring conversation on the gift of career building. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. 
Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Katie Chu, and our program is Express Yourself. And today's hour is all about the gift of career building. And I'm Brigitte Gia. We interviewed brilliant author Danielle Wong in the last two segments, and we'll be finishing today with her chapter from Be the Star You Are for Teens, which was titled The Gift of Faith. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start it off by reading from Danielle's brilliant chapter. Um, it goes... Imagine talking to the person you admire most. Everything is perfect. Nothing can go wrong. This person encourages you to achieve, to be a go-getter in life. When something is wrong, they make you feel better. It's unreal how this person can turn your feelings around. The next thing you know, that person is gone. The fuel that powered your very purpose is stalled. The weird thing is, his body is still there. Nothing is the same. You can gaze into his eyes, searching for an answer, but he cannot speak. It seems he may be lost forever. Where is faith when you need it most? That person was my dad. I was 15 when he had a stroke, and here is my story. My dad was away on a business trip, and I missed him terribly. We always had great times together. He taught me how to throw a football and took me swimming in the rain. My mom picked him up from the airport. He was not himself. He was too tired to do anything. This was odd, considering he was the fittest person I knew. He worked out every day and had the ability to do endless push-ups. That night, my dad went right to bed. I accepted this reluctantly, but resolved that we would talk in the morning. It never happened. My mom rushed my dad to the emergency room after he started struggling to form words and no longer had control of his right arm or leg. The doctor said that my dad was a victim of a severe stroke. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. No, this couldn't have happened. Not to my dad. Not to the man who had a million friends, was kind to everyone, and who was a brilliant father, but it did. I find myself in a deep state of confusion, filled with despair. How could I go on seeing him like this? He couldn't even talk to me. I soon realized that our long conversations were history. I stared at his silent, motionless body. It was at that moment that I finally understood the phrase, everything can change in an instant. The week before, my dad was healthy and strong. Now he was lying in a hospital bed, unable to move his right side or talk. Tears became a constant instead of a rarity. I hated crying, but I couldn't help it. How difficult it was to be going through such a traumatic experience as a teenager. These things aren't supposed to happen when we are so young. The pressure was enormous, and it was challenging to focus on school while coping with this heartache. The hardest part of everything was that my own father... The man who taught me to live and dream couldn't even say, I love you. I had to have faith that he would recover. Zoom ahead one year. Although our lives are not perfect, my dad's health has improved tremendously. We found therapy programs for my dad, and he was extremely motivated to get back onto his feet. He went through intensive neuro rehab, and within two months, he started walking again. The physical and speech therapy programs are influencing his recovery. Although every day is a challenge, we have faith that with love and support, he can accomplish anything. His goal is to fully restore his health. Through these difficult times, I am not alone. My mom, sister, and I are facing the challenges together. We know that we have a hard journey ahead of us, but we love my dad so much that we'll do anything to help him. I also am so fortunate to have an extended family and friends to support me, and I don't know what I'd do without them. Sometimes the only thing you have to hang on to is faith. You cling on to it like a life jacket in the middle of the ocean. Faith is not something you can touch, but you can feel it all around you. 
Faith helps us sail through the storms of life when the waves swell so high that you are sure you'll drown. We believe in my dad's ability to recover, his conviction that he will heal boost, boost our trust in his resilience. Dad has faith in himself and we have faith in him. Faith takes courage and determination to make the impossible possible. And in life, faith helps us overcome the biggest obstacles. And we have an exercise written here by our lovely Danielle Wong. It's titled, Keep the Faith. It goes, we all go through tough situations. Whether you've lost someone close to you or you are completely stressed out, it's easy to feel discouraged. This technique can help you feel better when things aren't going so well. You have sent letters to your relatives and friends, but have you ever sent one to yourself? It is actually a very effective way to pinpoint what's bothering you and make yourself feel better. Start by writing a letter to yourself. Don't worry about grammar, spelling, or even how it sounds. Remember, this is for your eyes only. Write everything down that's going through your head. Pour out your emotions and really express how you feel. You can jot down everything that's worrying you or things you miss about a loved one. Now that everything is on paper, it's time to put it, to put it away. Seal the letter and put it in a safe place. If you are having a good day and feel a little more positive, pull out the letter. It's time to have faith. Know that even though it may not seem like it, things will get better. It may sound cliche, but it's true. Look at the letter and think about what you wrote down. Come to terms with why you felt this way. Now, have faith that things will improve. With time, it will become easier to accept the past and look towards your future. And we have a lovely quote as well from Danielle. Uh, Faith invigorates our souls, energizes our minds, and shapes our dreams. You know what's really interesting about this segment, though, um, or this story and this exercise that Danielle has written for us, is that you you really are able to see the hardship that she went through and the faith that she really had to put in her dad to herself to be able to get through this. And, you know, we talked to her last segment and in segment two, and she's been able to recover. She's staying strong. And although her dad has uh, unfortunately passed away, she is a strong person and she's very resilient. And I think this chapter perfectly exemplifies her character and, inspires the rest of us to really keep faith in ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, this chapter must, like, despite us reading it and thinking, wow, she is such an amazing writer, I'm sure it was hard to write, you know, in ways of being able to express it, you know, in, in a way and be able to really kind of show that. And I think it's amazing how she's been able to go from here to you know, be able to write that amazing, her debut novel about, you know, the LGBTQ community, you know, and both are hard topics to write about, one because it was very personal and the other because it's still one of the harder topics to bring up in society. And I think it's, it really does show our theme of career building here in this show that um, with her being able to go from a teen to while volunteering with Be The Star You Are, writing this short story to becoming an emerging author. And it's really amazing, inspiring. 
Definitely. Uh, yes, audience, uh, just a little context here. Uh, Danielle Wong, our author, of course, uh, for this show, she wrote this chapter on faith and uh, on her experience going through this terrible tragedy uh, when she was a teenager and she was an active long-term volunteer for Be The Star You Are. And she was able to really find her love for writing through writing this chapter for Be The Star You Are. And she continued with it. And now, currently, her new book, Swearing Off Stars, as you all know, is out, is newly out and newly published. And it's her first novel as an emerging author. And so we just have this fabulous um, depiction, really, or this fabulous example of true career building um, through her writing journey through this chapter and then it's slowly developing and blossoming into where she is today uh, as an emerging author and I would say potentially quite an influential one with the topics that she's dealing with and her fluidity and how fabulous the book is. And you know, What's really interesting is uh, her exercise is actually super brilliant as well, uh, where it allows for a lot of introspection, and I think it is a lovely thing to try out. And I personally, actually, um, I, I did read her chapter a while ago, this particular chapter, and I tried the the faith, the um, the exercise, the faith exercise that she wrote down. And instead of writing a letter, I recorded myself. And during a period of time, you know, junior year, junior year of high school, <laughs> where everything is super rough. And I listened back to those tapes uh, a while back, maybe in April, where I was at a, at a better place in my life. And I thought, you know, wow, these things, although they are really rough, you know, you just got to have faith in yourself. And they do come to pass, you know. You do end up in a better place uh, afterwards, and you're able to climb out of those pit stops or those pitfalls. Humans are really brilliantly resilient to these awful changes in life. I think, you know, her her exercise is kind of kind of similar to the people who write a diary you know I personally don't write a diary but you know as an archer I know someone who would always write a diary you know we'd be practicing and all of a sudden she'd take out her diary and start writing and at first I didn't get it you know (laughs) We're, we're in the middle of a range and we're trying to practice and all of a sudden she brings out her little diary and starts writing but you know she later explained to me how healing it was and how much really it just let her pour it out and I think you know, for a lot of people who want to build their careers and kind of have anxiety and fear about that, you know, since, you know, trying to build a career these days, even with all the advancements and all the advantages we have, it's still extremely difficult, especially with the competition. So people who maybe can, like uh, Danielle, be able to find some comfort in writing and really go toward their dreams, as she said, faith, you know, invigorates our souls, energizes our minds and shapes our dreams. Unfortunately, we are out of time, and but I'm, sadly, it's time to say farewell. We give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineering Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Katie Chu.
And I'm Brigitte Gia. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to expressyourselfteenradio.com and our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, be kind, build a career, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself